Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. The Niners pulled out another Wow. The Niners pulled out another comeback win against the Lions. We will talk about that game, discuss off-season needs for the Colts, and have another special edition of the Unstable Pick 6. So here we go. Hello and welcome to the opening drive. Here we go. We're going to start off with Colts Corner before we get into the Niners game because this yep. is a Colts podcast. So let's Indeed. bring you the for real team first, the backup team second. Okay. Uh, thank you to all of those who interacted with our MVP of the first half of the AFC Championship game post on X. And hello to all of you new potential listeners. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the love and the hate. We embrace it because we know that the Chiefs are the golden... Uh, the golden team of yep. the league, and not the afraid league will to do say just it. about anything that they can to get them in there. Not afraid to say it. Funny how they didn't do great this season, and all of a sudden they're in the championship again. Mm-hmm. No, we don't like the Chiefs. That's all right. Um, and we also don't really like the Lions. Mostly, that's because they don't like the Colts. Mm-hmm. But the Colts did beat the Ravens this yes. season. Yes, that is true. Uh, we just like to see a fair game mm-hmm. called all around. It probably wouldn't have been so bad had we not had the history with Sean Smith and his crew in the Browns game. Yeah. Also, congratulations to DeForest Buckner, Ryan Kelly, and surprisingly, drum roll please, Gardner Minshew for making the Pro Bowl in the absence of the Chiefs players. Yeah. Uh, well deserved to all of them, but we still. Can't believe Zaire Franklin did not make it, and he can't believe it either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he. Uh, you can view that for yourself. Uh, uh, he led the league for like up until the very last week mm-hmm. in tackles. Yeah, even when he missed a game. Mm-hmm. And the two linebackers that are in, in attendance in the AFC. Are Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Both from? The Ravens. Yeah. So, uh, there you go. That's it. Okay. Let's get into the Colts corner. Here we go. Let's talk about needs. What are the needs of the Colts? Okay. Off-season needs. Just off-season. So we're not talking about, like, we're not talking about, we're not delineating between free agency and, uh, and draft. draft or anything like that. All together? Needs. Like all when together. You look, when you look at the team, 
What are the needs? Okay. So I think why the Colts weren't considered a top team okay. was because they didn't have a standout quarterback. Uh, they didn't have someone who's like, yes, he is a great quarterback. Not a need, though, since AR's coming back. Quarterback, okay. Quarterback. Okay. But we have AR, so it's not really a need. Just kind of wanted to point that out, why we hadn't gotcha. been looked at as a great team. Right. Although the quarterback that the Colts did have is a pro bowler. Is a pro bowler. Yes. Yes. Um, kind of flew under the radar. Yeah. Uh, I think defensive backs, uh, safety and corner. Okay. Because uh, you may not be able to keep both uh, Blackman and Kenny. Mm-hmm. You might have to choose. Yep. I mean, obviously, Kenny is the better option. No offense to Blackman. But mm-hmm. all right. Um, I I think that uh, you may not be able to get both. So replacing one of them. Or not replacing because that's hard to do. No, but, but filling in that finding that, yeah. someone else to try to fill in that yep, gap. Got it. Yep. Um, and I think really the only so we're really strong at running back. Yeah. Uh, yep. A lot of options there. Uh, our O linemen are great as we have seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them made the Pro Bowl. Yep. Which is like that's not a huge. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly. Yep, yep. Uh, so two of them made the yep. Pro Bowl, which yep. isn't like yep. that's not really a yep. hard of thing. You normally have five different teams guys on the line together, uh, but no, you're gonna have Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly all on the same line. Um, and then uh, quarterback, obviously, we have handled uh, linebackers. We have great linebackers, mm-hmm. a phenomenal defensive line. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, the only other position I can really think of is wide receiver, uh, whether that be a veteran or a younger guy like Marvin Harrison mm. to okay. come in and spark some life and like that pair between AR, uh, Marvin Harrison, Josh Downs, Pierce, and Pittman, that, that'd be insane. Yeah. Yep. Of course, there's that giant qu- question mark of Pitt. Yes, that's there, true. That's, that's in there. Uh, we're not, we won't discuss that yet at this juncture, but it is coming. Yes. It is coming. Yep. Um, maybe next week. I don't know. <laughs> um, so you got, you got DB and wide receiver pretty much. Yes. I'm going to say, I'm going to join you with both of those, and I'm going to take your quarterback and say, we need to make sure we secure a good backup quarterback okay whether that is the ability to bring Minshew back great that he got to the Pro Bowl but this actually is not working in the Colts favor money wise because uh, he he now has an opportunity to go to the Pro Bowl and show everybody what he's all about and we know what he's all about and he's all about the moxie and like this swagger and like he can really show that off at the Pro Bowl right yeah He's going to come in. He's going to trim his beard up. He's going to have the nice, like, uh, handlebar uh, down mm-hmm. the side, uh, Fu Manchu-ish kind of look. He's going to be all Minshewed out, rolling up in his uh, in his, in his, in his uh, van. He's be like, I don't need a hotel room. I brought mine with me. Um, and, you know, he's going to be in flip-flops pretty much the yeah. whole time that doesn't work in the Colts favor because then, you know, now people can see all that, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and see that the Minshew shimmy is what it is. Um, yeah. but as we saw the importance of the backup quarterback uh-huh. in the league this year, we need to get, make sure we secure that. I am also going to say it wouldn't hurt to have more edge rushers. 
Okay. Because, and some additional O-line help because you always have to think of not necessarily just this year, but next year. And I haven't looked, but I imagine, I know, I know it's Quiddy and Dio's fourth year. So it's their contract year this next year. Yeah. Uh, And then, uh, and it's Samson Ebicom's last year because he signed a two year deal. Um, It's also, don't forget, we have Ashton Doolin coming back from injury. It's his last year of his two year deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't forget. We have Dallas, flowers coming back he's on his third year he'll be on his third year so um so i'm gonna say edge rusher uh to get in there and uh get one of those okay uh, probably and i would say that that's in the draft yeah we'll I, talk about more i saw like later. a mock draft type of thing yeah and we were 15th and we got an edge rusher mm-hmm. uh i don't remember exactly what college but some purple college or something like that okay and i was like Okay. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. All right. So now, before we move on, just to set ourselves up for the next, for the net, for the, you know, whatever weeks we're going to dive into this, what are the priorities here? So we've got backup quarterback, DB, wide receiver, edge. Rank them. Rank them? Rank them. I'm going to say defensive back, number one. Okay. Wide receiver, number two. Okay. Backup quarterback, number three. And ad rusher, number four. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to argue with you about on that. So I'm going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will uh, go over these in the next uh, couple weeks uh, before the yeah. season ends and uh, kind of see what's out there in free agency and things like that and uh probably have a few bite-sized blues episodes along the way that's all for the colts corner for now though uh but our other team is still in it all the way to the championship so the niners neighborhood is next We still don't have any sponsors, but if you'd like to sponsor our little podcast, email theunsavedblues at gmail.com. Until then, we'll keep telling you about what we do. Y'all, we have the cutest Yorkie boy whose name is Oscar. He is looking for a forever home and would be an amazing cuddle and play companion. We don't make yappy Yorkies, so you don't have to worry about that. Check him out at Country Mountain Dogs on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back to Halftime Adjustments in the Niners neighborhood. I brought one of our uh, poodle male studs out here, Ford, mm-hmm. uh, thinking it would keep maybe keep ketchup away, but it hasn't. Ketchup, no, ketchup loves to here. play. We, we discussed what ketchup's favorite team is. Mm-hmm. Um, I said it's the Bengals because he looks like a Bengal. Yeah, I, I, could, I could say the same. I think, what did you say? I think the first time he showed up, like and stayed for the whole time was the Patriots, so I think I think it'd be the Patriots. Okay. Which makes me like him less. Yeah, yeah. So I, I he he's from Texas. Hopefully it's not hopefully it's not Houston. No. Cowboys uh, he's just setting himself up for failure. That's true. Yeah. Um here we go. Let's talk about the game. Okay. Niners, Lions. Mm-hmm. This truly was like the tale of two halves. I know it's like a cliche, but like the first half Entirely different than the second half. Yep. Entirely. Yeah. Um, 
the Niners really had no answers for Gibbs or Montgomery in the first half whatsoever. They were just running, catching, running all over the place. Yep. Uh, shut out until the end of the second half. Yeah. Uh, but they kept running the ball. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. You, you run the ball, that's, that's your thing, right? Yep. Um, I would say that Goff was off all game. Okay. Now, a lot of people will say, well, he had, he has some some really good things. I don't think Goff is as good as people think he is. Okay. All the stuff that they want to say about Purdy being surrounded by good weapons, I think that's what Goff is. You think about his time uh, with the Rams and all the speedy. I think he does well throwing to speedy guys. Mm. Uh, like the pass, the the would-be touchdown pass at the end of the half to Gibbs, <laughs> sailed it, right? There was another pass. He got a little under pressure, but not a ton. And it felt like he had the man. He was wide open. I think it was Reynolds. Like so short, right? Yeah. So short. Um, there was another time he sailed Laporta down the side. I, he just, he's, I don't think he's really as good as people. I think Gibbs and Amara say Brown and Laporta bail him out a lot. Yeah. Uh, party was 20 for 31 though. Yep. Uh, for 267. But was the second leading rusher mm-hmm. with 48 yards. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Second leading rusher. Um, even though Mitchell got the other touchdown. Yes. Uh, St. Brown, Laporta, speaking of them, for the Lions had big moments. And Williams, he had the biggest moments. Mm-hmm. Like, he had, like, so many big moments. It was great. Agreed. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, Juwan Jennings had one catch the whole game. But man, it was a big catch. Yeah, it was like that jumping like over his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was crazy. Um, on a third and five. Uh, Hughes Jack had two huge catches at crucial moments. This is what happens when you have a deep team. This guy has a catch. This guy has a couple catches. But man, really big right at the right times. Yep. Uh Debo responded to CJ Gardner's uh, receiver comments by going 89 on eight catches. Well done, Debo. Yep. Uh, and it's not like <coughs> it's not like he did it like a running back either. No. Although he kind of did because when he got the ball in his hands like a receiver, he started running like a running back, running over people and all kinds of stuff. That's how it should be. Yep. Uh, even. They were even on the turnovers, one interception by the Niners, one fumble by the Lions. So uh, what I always say is somewhat irrelevant because it was even. Well, it was a close game, though. So, I mean. Fitting of it. Yes. Yep. Uh, But with everything, it came down to the gutsy, aggressive decisions of Dan Campbell, which Uh in the the first quarter, when everything was going south, I said, you know, I think Dan Campbell's gutsy plays are going to be what helps us out. Yep. And it was the fourth and three from the San Francisco 39. Down three. (coughs) Excuse me. Down three. 7.30 left in the game. He elected to go for it. Yes. On fourth down instead of kick a field goal. To tie it up. To tie it up. That would have been a 47-yard field goal, as you pointed out. 48. Michael Michael Badgley can hit that. He's a great kicker. I saw a stat that said he's actually only seven of twenty-five. Really? From 
48. Oh, never mind. So it may have used to be really good at least. (coughs) Right. (coughs) When it comes down to it, it actually might have been the right call, but there's no way to know that. The simple point is you're down three, you're in field goal range, kick the field goal, right? Mm -hmm. Don't get, it's not time to get aggressive um, because you want to ensure the chance that you can play on, right? Yep. Uh, the the biggest problem was it resulted on a touchdown for the Niners on the other side. So that's a yep. ten point swing, yep. right? You went from potentially having three to having nothing to having it be Down seven by ten. Three. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and it took four minutes and thirty seconds off the clock. Mm-hmm. So it left you with less time to do anything that you would have done. And then then there was that call to run it on second down and goal. Huh. From the one with 105 left in the game. Mm-hmm. And then you force yourself to call timeout. But here's the thing. What, what did I tell you all the time? Uh, it's, it's genius if it works. If it doesn't, you get blamed for it. Right. This is uh, how it works as a coach. Um, you, uh, you make the gutsy calls and you have to live with them. And I think for the most part, he's done that. Um, from what I've seen in the media, um, it doesn't hurt any less. But the Lions are keeping their offensive coordinator. Uh, ben okay. Johnson said he's going to be back. Uh, they're keeping quarterback co- – they're keeping quite a few people. Uh, and uh, Eminem responded that he doesn't now have to write a diss uh, rap uh, about Ben Johnson. Yes. Because did you see that? I did. I did. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't get the whole thing with Eminem uh, pretending to be on he, the team or something. I don't, I don't get know. that I, part. I mean, how many times do people like us included go, oh, yeah, we like we're a part of the Colts when we're not. I mean, yeah. we're, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's so, fair. but uh, I will say he is taking a massive amount of credit for, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's saying we will. I will get this done. Yeah, like I, not anybody else. We, I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I and team. Right. Uh, so, what was your Mayflower move of the game, then, sir? Uh, I think it was just the momentum switch and the whole thing. Uh, I also like to go early on in the game, okay. and this wasn't necessarily early on, no. but it was early on in the comeback. Uh, so, I'm gonna say the fumble recovery by Armstead, uh, kind of giving them momentum, and it's in the opponent territory already. So it was just huge play. Yeah, uh, that's I guess uh, not. I guess I, I I think they gave the defense um, the momentum they needed to carry out the rest of the game. Right. So. It uh, resulted in a CMC touchdown. It did. Yep. yep. Uh, I am going to go a little bit earlier, even than that. Mm-hmm. I believe that that was a big a big momentum shift within it, but I don't know if it was the catalyst. I think the catalyst was the Juwan Jennings catch. Okay. The Niners had just forced a field goal. They they gave up a quite a bit of yardage, but because of the <coughs> timing and everything, they forced a field goal at the end of the first half mm-hmm. instead of a touchdown. So instead of it being 28 to 7, it's 24 to 7. And then Debo had this huge slant over the middle and then a bubble screen and then it ended around. Uh, all you know, right in a row, Debo plays that resulted in a third and five just outside field goal range. Yeah, and pretty good scrambling. And it's like, 
they really, you know, we're outside field goal range. You can't come away first drive, you know, out of the half, how important that is to establish everything. And he somehow finds Juwan Jennings, who's like double covered, right? Yeah. And he makes the terrible decision mechanically to throw it back across his body the opposite way in which he was running into the middle of the field but the way he throws it the touch he has on the ball lofts it like drops it in a bucket like a Steph Curry three (laughs) to where only Juwan Jennings could catch it and the only way Juwan Jennings could catch it is to go up and make an off-handed behind his head catch yep one-handed yeah, and he did phenomenal job by him for sure. So that's I, I believe that's the play. I think you know how like you know this how like one player can make a play that all the other players go, oh, we're playing at that level, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of the play because you know you couple that with a couple plays later he actually gets injured. He's you know he's got a leg injury. Yeah. I'm like oh, we're doing this because he sold out on that play, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else plays to that level. So that's yeah. it for me. Yeah. Uh, who's your star of the game? I think I know where this is headed. Uh, I don't see. I was not CMC. I uh, had two touchdowns, 90 yards. Almost had a third had he not had his neck injury. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. He uh, had the hat trick you pointed yeah. out. Yep. Uh, 90 yards on 20 carries. Uh, plus, he had 42 yards in the air. Yep. Um. Let's see. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna shout this person out. I I'm not gonna give it the star of the game. I wish I could, but that IU catch uh, off the helmet. Uh, I mean, it's not the helmet catch because there's already one of those. But this mm-hmm. is the like, off the face mask catch. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've seen like the old uh, um, Michael Jordan uh, and Larry Bird. Uh, nothing but net commercials mm, yeah yeah okay so like off the it's like it was like it reminded me of that it's like okay we're gonna go off the face mask off my fingertips and i'm gonna catch it to, nothing but net um and get a pi in the process right <laughs> oh, no that was waved off um oh all right. but uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna say it should have been number one on sports center uh top 10 mm-hmm. and i'll give it to them there but my star of the game goes to the best Game manager in the league. Oh. Brock Purdy. Wow. We seldom give it. We seldom give it to the quarterback because we don't like that everybody gives it to the quarterback. Mm -hmm. But when the quarterback is getting this much flack, I got to give it to the quarterback. Okay. Let me dish out second half stats. Okay. We gave you the whole game stats. Let me give you second half stats. Mm -hmm. 13 of 16. That's 81%. Yeah. He only missed three throws in the second half. Pretty phenomenal. For 174 yards and the touchdown to Ayuk. And let's face it, he had some tough guy runs. Oh, yeah, like for sure. Like he had some Debo, some CMC, some Kittle in him. You, uh, you could tell he wanted that touchdown yes. whenever he was down like inside the 10. He, yep. was, he wanted that. <laughs> he was playing football like a football player. Yeah. Not like a porcelain doll back sitting in the pocket complaining about every single time that they're touched. Mm-hmm. Mahomes, I'm looking at you. Actually, I'm looking <laughs> at Liam, but I'm thinking of Mahomes and his perm and his Kermit voice. <laughs> so um, it, I just think it's really funny that we had four 
quarterbacks and three were football players and one was uh, a breakable doll yes uh, very very funny yeah uh well next stop for the niners is vegas in a couple weeks the size of the league honors which we will be picking this week in our unstable pick six plexus with alexis it's the way to go for your gut health yes i said gut health you gotta have guts and you gotta treat them well to have good health Visit plexusworldwide.com slash growing up hall to get started today. Welcome back to the Unstable Pick 6. Uh, before we make our picks this week, let's take a look at last week's picks. There were two games, so it was a pick two, yeah. which is actually possible. Um, Colts found that out. Uh, we both had the Ravens over the Chiefs, and unfortunately, did not get that one. The stripes didn't let, let us have that one. Yep. Uh, and I had the Lions, and I had the Niners, and you got that one. Uh, I think that was kind of just my final chance. To yeah, it may get have been. Done. Although we do have uh, with the bye week before the championship, we're gonna pick <coughs> the league honors. Okay. Yep. So this week is a last week was a pick two. The week four was pick four. This week is a pick seven. You get mm-hmm. the extra point thrown in. Okay. 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 Uh, last week we kind of grouped these. We're not. This year is uh, offensive rookie, defensive rookie, comeback player of the year, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, and MVP. The only two that we're not picking are two. We're definitely not picking Walt, Walter Payton, Man of the Year, because that's 32 mm-hmm. options, yeah. one from each team. Yeah. So there's not really, and we're we're not going into each one of their foundations, and you know they're doing great work. I'm sure they're all doing uh, great work. Yes, I think George Kittle should deserve it every year just because of his jovial spirit about it, but that's just not possible. Yeah, I would love Zaire to get it because mm-hmm. of. Uh, because of not making the Pro Bowl. I think that would be a good makeup call, but mm-hmm. who knows? All right, let me pull up the nominees so we see them here. Click. All right, here are the nominees. Okay. Here we go. Where are we going to Offensive first rookie, rookie of the year? Yep. Okay. Right there, both of them. Offensive rookie of the year. Your yep. options are Jimmy Gibbs, Sam Laporta, both from the same team, uh, Puka Nakua, Bijan Robinson, CJ Stroud. All viable options, I believe. Yes. Your pick. I will let you have first pick in every single one of these. Okay. Um. So... I think Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta are both great options. I yep. just don't think they will get it. Okay. Um, because two of these people broke records. Okay. Uh, Bijan, not one of them. He's okay. just too inconsistent. All right. So it was Puka and CJ. I want to pick Puka just to go for the underdog, but I really believe it's going to be CJ. Uh, they See, if one made it further in the playoffs than the other did, I actually technically Stroud mm. made it further. So I guess technically I, Jameer and Laporta made it further. Well, yes, but I'm saying between okay. these two. All uh, right, I'm gonna go with CJ with it. Okay, all right. I uh, 
So I'm going to go off of you reasoned me into this. Okay. And I'm going to say that Sam Laporta gets it. Okay. Sam Laporta. I'm going to say Sam Laporta gets it. Okay. Um, Yeah. That's where I'm going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Um, Next up is the defensive rookie of the year. Uh, I don't even need to look at these. Okay. I know who it is. It's Uh, Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Yeah. You got Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, uh, Joey Porter Jr., Kobe Turner, or Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. I think it's between Jalen and Will, but I think Will has it covered. All right. Uh, So you got uh, Mr. Anderson. Yep. For all of our Matrix fans out there. <laughs> um, I am... I'm going to say Jalen Carter gets it. Okay. There was a lot of talk about Jalen Carter early. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much late. <coughs> but Will Anderson was kind of somewhat inconsistent in his availability. So that makes sense. I'm going to say Carter gets it. Okay. Uh, next up is the comeback player of the year. Yep. These nominees are Joe Flacco, Demar Hamlin, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, Tua Tagovailoa. Tua didn't make the playoffs. Tua did not. Matthew Stafford didn't have enough like noise around him. Okay. Demar Hamlin did absolutely nothing. Okay. I get he died on the field. That's like a terrific story coming back, uh, playing and all that. But he did nothing. Even on the one play that they set him up in the playoffs with everyone watching to do something, he did nothing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So it comes down between the two quarterbacks, Joe Flacco and Baker Mayfield. Joe Flacco performed amazing, but so did Baker Mayfield. You Mm -hmm. know who played all season? Baker Mayfield. So that's who I'm going with. All right. Um... I am going to agree with you. Okay. As I was going through here, I would like, I think it's going to be DeMar Hamlin, honestly, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to be, so that's not what I want to say. Yeah, I don't think he deserves um, it. No offense. After that, but... I think it's Joe Flacco. Okay. But, but Joe Flacco did not play an entire season, mm-hmm. and when it came down to it, he fell short. Yeah. Uh, against, against Houston. Yeah, and Baker um, beat the Eagles. Yeah. Baker, Baker, Baker. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. My my only question with that is how much of a comeback it is, but, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. If you want to view it that way, then there you go. Um, Offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year. Where is that here? There there we go. Um, Tyreek, Lamar, CeeDee Lamb, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott. Okay. CD, I don't think, I don't think CD or Dak get it because they are part of the Cowboys and they <laughs> fall short in the playoffs. Okay, uh, Lamar, I don't think gets it either. Uh, so it comes down between Tyreek and uh, CMC. Both had over two thousand yards this season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if CMC is going to get the MVP. So I'm going to go CMC here for offensive player. All right, uh, I am with you. I don't believe they're going to give uh, the uh, quarterback MV- award. Yeah, the MVP quarterback award to a running back, especially with all of the offseason talk about running backs this previous season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I think that he'll get the offensive player of the year, even though he probably 
should be quite eligible for the MVP. Yes. Uh, defensive player of the year. Yep. I uh, think these are the, the these next two are the hardest, in okay. my opinion. All right. Deron Bland, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, uh, Micah Parsons, TJ Watt. All names I'm just rattling off because any of the league fans know these names. Yeah. They're on defense and you know the names, even mm-hmm. though it's an offensively driven league. So, yeah. who you got? Uh, I think TJ Watt was injured too much. Okay. I think same with Michael Parsons. Uh, and once again, he's part of the Cowboys. <laughs> I think Miles Garrett didn't do enough, even though he was a huge disruption. There was a way to like deal with him. So I think it comes down to Crosby and Bland. Um, and like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm giving it to a Raider. Okay. Max Crosby. All even right. though I think... Aiden Hutchinson and Max Crosby Crosby should be switched, and then I'm going Hutchinson. But hey. yeah, I hear you. Although Hutchinson's got pancake by Kittle, pretty hey. good. Kittle's a great tight end. <laughs> I that, we we uh, we posted it on X this week that you know look at look at Kittle do tight end things mm-hmm. instead of just you know uh, replace the goat, which shouldn't have been uh, in the playoff catches. Yes, you know actual tight end does all the dirty work mm-hmm. um all right uh i am going to easily say that this is miles garrett oh okay uh if you say that there's a good way to deal with him i will refer you to the colts game against the browns okay and they could do nothing about him okay uh so i think that this is his year to yeah. get it all right. I would honestly say this next one's probably the hardest. Coach of the year, yep, unfortunately, of the year. but we kind of understood this. Uh, our uh, our beloved Shane Steichen was snubbed this year. Mm-hmm. It's okay. There's always next year. Yes. Although of any of the years to potentially get it, it's one of your first years, especially mm-hmm. with all the odds against him. But speaking of odds against him, Kevin Stefanski had uh, – Five starting quarterbacks, four if you don't count the last uh, last game. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, it's nice to know that they give it to somebody who didn't just, like, flip and have a great season but has had a good franchise and, you know, uh, continue to do well. Yeah. D'Amico Ryans, uh, John Harbaugh, again, uh, or Dan Campbell? Um, I think it has to be Dan Campbell with just what he has done with the Lions. Uh, just what was it? Two years ago, they were four and thirteen. Last year, they were nine and eight. This year, they were twelve and five. Yeah, like that's like that's massive improvement. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, I am going to go with D'Amico Ryan's rookie coach. Rookie quarterback, all these crazy things, and uh, he still made it all the way to the playoffs and got a playoff win. So yeah, in his uh, first season as head coach. Yep, I am going to say it's D'Amico Ryan's. Yep, that's my call. All right, now for the big one. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this one a lot. All right, um, uh, I have been as well, but I don't know if I really need to. But um, here we go. M. MVP. Yep. MVP. MVP. Who you got? Okay. The Dak. choices. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. CMC, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy. Yep. Um, <coughs> Dak Pres- Prescott. I I mean, I'm sorry. This is the excuse. He put up MVP numbers when you look at the regular season. But 
the reason they do the all the honors is because it, it has know. to also involve the playoffs. I know. I think that's a mistake. I think they should do it earlier. I agree. I think they should at least lock in the votes earlier. I agree. But uh-huh. first seven seed loss in history, I don't think that Dak's going to get it because of that. Okay. Now, Josh Allen, I believe he threw too many interceptions. Yep, I get you. Uh, he threw half as many interceptions as he did touchdowns. Uh-huh. Brock Purdy, everyone's saying, oh, it's just the system yep. and all this stuff, which I, know. I think is going to get his yep. MVP status down, uh-huh. which is CMC and Lamar. And sadly, CMC should get it, like really, really should get it. But he's my offense player of the year, so I got to go Lamar. Yeah. I From the beginning of the season, when like preseason, we had Isaiah here, and we were just talking about this earlier today with Isaiah. Mm-hmm. I said Lamar Jackson MVP. I said because there was all that contract stuff, right? Yeah. I said he's gonna come out and he's gonna throw out MVP, and I still think that's what's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. So, so both. we both have Lamar. Yep, both have Lamar. But let me just say this: I think it really could have been. And maybe should have been CMC, but I think the one thing, if he would have, he he would fell like one or two games shy of uh, the record of consecutive games with touchdowns, right? Mm. I think if he would have broken that, he broke the Niners one, but not the league one, right? Yeah. I think if he would have done that, I think that would have pushed him. Up. He needed he needed one more. Like, does that make sense? Like he needed mm-hmm. one more gold star, one more like ping of cherry on top, yeah, of something uh, that would have pushed him over the edge. Yeah, which is a real shame because we value running backs. We really do. Yes, I mean, no matter how long they can play, they're very valuable for what they do. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. cannot, you cannot have a good play action game if you don't have a valuable running back yeah it's just the way it is mm-hmm. all right so there you go uh we both have lamar on that and that leaves us with a fair amount of difference there i don't know yeah i'm i'm surprised you went so different i thought you were just gonna try and stay nah. stay by me uh, I, uh, there's only a few in here i kind of risked at the rookies um i'd say mm-hmm. um but you know you never know we could actually both be wrong on these yeah, you know it's very true well that's it for this week next week we will talk about what happens with the all-star skills competition and flag football game preview the big game and another edition of the Colts corner this is Liam and this is Kevin reminding you to stay unstable